I've got a confession I'm going to share with you. I just did my big ski race, the Berkey, and I was utterly and totally obnoxious during it. And sometimes I think you should probably be obnoxious too, but maybe not in the way that you're thinking. I'll explain in just a moment after the introduction. I'm Jamie M. Swanson, and this is My Personal Brand Journey, the podcast for successful entrepreneurs and influencers who want to scale their business by growing their own personal brand. So let's dive right in. So if you're not familiar with the Berkey, the Berkey is a 55-kilometer ski race, cross-country ski race that happens in northern Wisconsin. So that's 34.2 miles for those of you who live in the United States like I do. And it's a stinking long way. It's super hilly, super steep, up and down, up and down, up and down, up and down. And they get thousands, thousands of people who do this race every single year. Now, my goal for the Berkey was basically just to finish it. Let's be honest here. And I've shared several podcasts already, a couple podcasts about things I learned while training for it. Plus, the last podcast I shared was all about my three super embarrassing falls that happened during the race. And it was, I guess, I guess I want to just start by saying that it was such a fascinating experience overall. Like there was just so many parts of it that I learned from. Like my mind was going the entire time just learning from like the race itself and picking up lessons that I wanted to share with you. And one of the really big ones that I wanted to share was that everyone there at the race reacted so differently on the course, right? Some people complained about how hard it was and they complain about every hill, which by the way, it's just crazy. You signed up for the Berkey. It's crazy hilly and everybody knows it. Some people didn't even finish the race. They gave up at one of the aid stations. They gave it a try. They decided they couldn't do it and they stopped. And then some people, they go deep into themselves and they're super inwardly focused the entire time so that they can finish. And you know these kinds of people, like they totally tune out what's going on around them. They're just inwardly focused. And that's cool too, you know, like I totally get that, although that's not the way that I tend to be. Then there are people who are like me. Can you guess what I was like? Do you have any ideas? <laughs> I was the obnoxiously happy one out on the race. And I didn't see too many people who were quite as obnoxiously happy as I was. So for example, when I go down the hills, I was hooting and hollering. Like I was letting go. I didn't care what other people thought. I was having fun and I was making a very intentional choice to enjoy the bits of the race that were the most fun. Because I don't like climbing hills either, but man, they are sure fun to go down if you just really let yourself enjoy them and enjoy the process and not be afraid of the speed and the curves and all the things that come with the hills. <laughs> In fact, sometimes you can hear me talking about, woof, let's do this and like other things out loud. And I just, I really was my own kind of cheerleader, but I was also a cheerleader for the other people around me. Like I would encourage people when they passed me that they were doing a great job or there was a few people that would just stop in the middle of the hill on the way up, just wiped out. And there were some really huge nasty hills. And so I'd encourage them and I'd tell them they're doing a great job and they've gotten this far and they just need to keep moving forward. And I just, I really wanted to bring a moment of 
positivity into their world because it is, it's hard. It's a really hard race. And then for probably about half of the race, the last half of the race, with the exception of the very last chunk, I put my music on because I definitely needed something to encourage me. And, you know, when I'd have the breath, I was singing out loud to my music, even though I'm doing the skiing. Like, I didn't let it stop me. And I definitely had a few people look at me funny, like, what are you doing? You realize we're in the middle of a crazy long race, right? And it wasn't that I wasn't tired because I was exhausted. It was that I was choosing to enjoy each step of the journey. I mean, even the last quarter mile of the race, which goes down Main Street, I was grinning the entire time. Like I had this permagrin just plastered on my face because I was just so excited and proud. And like I was there, I had finally done this thing that I had been worried about doing. Like I almost didn't even go to the race, which I talk about a few episodes back when I talk about the thing that my fears that almost caused me to give up before I'd even tried. So the thing that I realized is that this race was a journey and each of us had a choice as to the attitude that we brought to this race. It absolutely was not easy. It was painful. In fact, I had the biggest blister I have ever had on the bottom of one of my toes, right where I'm pushing off. And it was really quite painful for the entire last half of the race, like sharp pains. And I just made the decision that I wasn't going to let that make me a downer. It was just pain. I don't know how to explain that better, but somewhere in my mind, I was able to say, okay, that hurts. Oh, well, I can still push forward. Like I didn't let it stop me. I mean, I knew it wasn't some massive injury. Like obviously if you break a bone or you're going to pull an Achilles tendon, heel, whatever it is, I don't remember. I'm definitely not a medical professional, but if you have some massive injury, like, yes, I can totally see letting that stop you. But for something like this, like it was very painful, but I knew it wasn't causing any long-term damage. And I just mentally said, okay, I'm choosing to let myself feel pain for a while. And, you know, not only that, but I fell three times, which I share two episodes back, if you didn't hear that one. And man, it was super embarrassing at points. And one of them, I got a little bit hurt with it. That's actually what caused the blister. And I could have used that as an excuse to drop out of the race if I had wanted to. But you know what? There's so much joy, even amidst the pain, if you just choose to take the time and enjoy the journey. Like we were surrounded by such beautiful nature. And we were doing the thing that we had been training to do for months and months and months. And you can choose to move through the pain. It doesn't have to stop you if there isn't a major reason for it to stop you. But you could totally let excuses stop you. And you could have said, well, I have got a ton of pain in my foot. I'm not going to finish. You know, I'm exhausted. My foot hurts. Every single step I take brings a lot of pain. You could. It could be a valid excuse. It would be very easily easy to use that and rationalize a reason to stop moving forward. But that's a choice. And I chose to keep moving forward. And when your business gets hard, you need to choose if you're going to keep moving forward as well or if you're going to let that stop you. 
There was a good chunk of the course about, I can't remember exactly where it was, but I think I still had 15 or 20 kilometers left. So I had quite a bit of the race left and my skis froze up. I have uh, waxless skis. They actually have skins on them, which means it's kind of like a little strip of fabric in the middle that helps me grip when it's really icy. And for this race, there's so many people that go through the grooves and the the track that it gets incredibly, it's like ice. And so it's really hard to get any traction, even with wax. And so we thought these would be a better fit for us than wax skis. And we had, we had a professional tell us that that would be a great fit for us as well. But somewhere in there, they started getting ice on them. So it meant I had zero grip. And I was like, I don't even know if I can keep moving forward because it was icing up so bad, I had to stop a couple of times and actually scrape the bottom of my skis with a metal tip on the end of my poles just to get all the ice off. And there wasn't anything they could do to fix that because they were so wet that that moisture would just freeze right back up again. And so it caused the last third of the race or so to be far more difficult than it was prior to that because I just couldn't get traction. Like I slowed down a lot the last third of the race. Yes, I was tired, but also I had zero grip. And so it was very difficult to move forward. Thankfully, a lot of it was hills that you go up and you have to herringbone for, so you don't need tons of grip. And then when you go down, you can take slippery Sliding is not a bad thing going down. So it wasn't the end of the world. If it was a flat course, I don't know how easily I could have finished, but I could have easily used that as an excuse to give up as well and chose not to. I just kept moving forward. And that's what I want you to do in your business as well. One of the things that can really help is to identify and celebrate the milestones along the way. Every single kilometer of this race had a massive sign right on the side of the trail so that you could see them ticking down. And it was so awesome to watch the kilometers tick down as the race went on because it showed me the steady progress I was making. I believe, I think it was right around 20, right when I hit that 20 kilometer mark and I was moving forward and I knew that I had less than 20 kilometers left. I was like, I can do this. Like, this is awesome. I'm almost there. Even though there was still quite a bit of uh, trail left to do, I knew that I was going to finish it. And it was just, (laughs) it was so cool to have those milestones there to watch. Not only that, but sometimes the best things come after we struggle the hardest. So the best downhill runs that we did, like the ones that were the most fun and where I got to go the farthest and the fastest came after the longest slogs up to the summit. Like I had to walk up to the top of these with these massive long skis on, looking like a duck doing my herringbone to get to the top and then be able to go down. Like it was a ton of work getting up there, but it was so fun to go down. And when we have these struggles in our business, like when we overcome them, it is just that much sweeter. I mean, the more we struggle for something, the sweeter the accomplishment is when we've finished. Growing a personal brand and growing your business is going to take so much time and effort. But what I want to encourage you with today, with this little story, is that you've got a choice as to the kind of attitude you're going to have during this. You can choose to be downhearted about it and listen to all those limiting beliefs and listen to the negative voices in your head that are trying to get you to quit and tell you it's never going to happen. Or you can choose to be the obnoxiously happy person and the obnoxiously positive person who says, despite this, I'm still going to move forward with a good attitude. I'm going to encourage the people around me along the way, and I'm going to take time 
to enjoy the best parts of this journey, even if they aren't very long or it's not where I want to be yet, but I'm going to celebrate those milestones. I'm going to enjoy the little things. I'm going to remember the freedom and the joy that I get from doing what I'm doing. And I'm not going to let all the stress and all the difficulties and all the roadblocks get in the way and cause me to quit. So I'm asking you right now, it's hard and it's going to be hard and you're going to hit difficulties and you're going to have people who don't believe in you and you're going to be tempted to quit at times. We all are. Like I even have those times, right? None of us are immune from that. My question to you is how are you going to choose to respond to that? Are you choosing to believe the fears and let them hold you back because it's safe? And are you not being bold and putting yourself out there because you're afraid for some reason? Or are you choosing to enjoy your journey, to go in it excited and ready to learn? Are you open to all that lies ahead of you in growing your personal brand and your business? So that's my my hope for you is that you would feel obnoxiously hopeful moving forward and that you would choose to have a positive attitude. And instead of seeing all of the things that are difficult as being impossibilities that you can't overcome, that you would see them as challenges instead of saying, well, I can't do this because you would say, how can I do this despite whatever the challenge is? Like, oh, okay, the challenge is there. My skis are icing up. How can I finish this race despite the fact that I don't really have any traction on anything that's halfway flat? Like, how can I do this despite the fact that this is going to make it harder for me? And when we bring that attitude into our business, we will see real transformation. Our mindset and how we frame things in our mind when we encounter these difficulties change everything. It changes everything and it will affect how we get through it and if we get through it and the amount of success we have. So in the next episode, I am going to talk about how to avoid burnout and the things I learned from the race. Again, yes, the race that I have brought into my business life that really helped me avoid burnout. And as a mom of six kids who obviously trained for a big, crazy race, who loves her husband and kids and wants to spend time with them, who fully supports her family with her business and like has a million and one things on my to-do list, avoiding burnout is something that I've had to learn. And I want to share some of those tips with you. And I know you're going to find it super valuable. So with that, Subscribe if you haven't, leave a review, share this episode with people, and more than anything, just choose to go forward with positivity because I know that this is going to help you in your business and I know it's going to change everything for you. So have a good day. I will see you in the next episode. Bye, friend. Hey, real quick before you go, number one, if you thought this episode was helpful and you know somebody personally that would enjoy it, would you send them a link to it? That would be super awesome. But second... If you enjoyed it, I also have a private podcast just for my email subscribers that I think you would really love. Now, you can listen to it on the same podcast player, just like you are this current podcast, but it's only accessible through a unique link that I will send to you via email. Now, this is the behind the scenes look at what I'm doing in my business. It's literally my thoughts about my business casually as I'm thinking about it. So it's not after I've done a bunch of stuff and I've distilled it down to a couple of points and I'm sharing, you know, just the highlights with you. Like this is the stuff 
in the moment that's working, that's not. Um, I have an episode in there that's all about the problems with my offer. I have things that I've been thinking about in terms of messaging and just all sorts of stuff that's going through my brain as I'm growing this business. And I'd love to share it with you. So if you would like to listen, all you need to do is go to gettheprivatepodcast.com, enter your name and your email, and I will send it right over to you. You'll get an email with a link that is yours. You can't share it with other people. It won't work for them, but it will work for you. And I know that you are going to love it. You just got to click the link, follow the podcast on your favorite podcast player, and away you go. You'll be automatically updated when there's new episodes. So hope to see you on the private podcast. Again, that is getthepodcast.com. And have a great day. Thanks for listening.